Hey there, romance nerds! Welcome to another episode of Raging Romantics. I'm Jen. I'm Jackie. And we are proud to have you. We are librarians at Northern Onondaga Public Library, and we are also romance nerds. Now, if you're wondering what this podcast is about, wait for it. Romance! Specifically, the romance genre of books. We are going to be talking about anything and everything having to do with romance. This could be bad heroines, good heroes. Uh, oh, swoon-worthy endings, snappy ooh, dialogue. Happily ever after. Uh, the genre, the tropes, anything and everything. So with that being said, sometimes our material will be a little too sensitive for younger readers. If you feel the need to wait until they go to bed, we will be here for you. We would also like to issue just a general trigger warning for some of the things that we do talk about. We will always try to issue specific trigger warnings for each episode so that you know what you're getting into. Now, without further ado, are you ready, Jen? Oh, I've been ready, Jackie. All right. Let's rage. Jen's already being attacked by a cat. <laughs> Phoenix, what are you doing? <laughs> you got scared by Fabio. Sorry, Phoenix. Okay. Anyways, back to Raging Romantics. Um, Jen, why are we doing this webcast? Because I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> don't, don't say, is this filming? Yes, it I is. I was lying! I was lying! <laughs> I've got lots to do! I've got lots to do! Cut that out. No, I'm not cutting that. Not at no! all. Um, <laughs> I have so much to do. I'm so busy. So busy. So very busy at work. Okay. No, real for real, we love romance. We've been big fans of the genre forever. Um, we're both very loud and we talk very fast. And I think our and co-workers are sick of us talking yeah. about romance yeah. at work. I've had people start to leave the room when I come in at Or their eyes glaze <laughs> over <laughs> when you start to like rant and you're just like, oh, okay. So we're hoping to find some people that feel the same way we do that really love romance. Yeah. We, we basically just really want to talk more about romance than we already do. Which, by the way, we run a romance book club between the covers. So yeah, we are crazy and we want to rant about it like uh, nobody's business. But I'm also really hoping to start cool discussions about romance, to really dive deep into some of the tropes and topics and the history of it, and just take a deeper dive in general. Because sometimes it's very hard to find people to take romance seriously and think of it as more than just fluff or trash or cotton candy. Smut. Uh, I mean, it is smut. I love smut. But there, there can be value in smut. And I'm hoping we can discuss it. And I yeah. hope you guys come along with us and yeah. tell us how we're doing, I guess. Call us out when we get wrong. We have a lot of opinions, guys, and we just really want to talk about them. Mm -hmm. We have feelings. Yeah. And <laughs> nobody else cares about our feelings, so we're talking to Jackie's phone instead. Exactly. And now we're talking to you. And the cat. We're talking to the cat. Right. Before such romance lovers, let's prove it. Jackie, okay. how did you get into romance? I love romance. Um, so how I did you fall in love? I fell in love. The very first romance book that I picked up, I snuck past my mom at a library book sale at Manlius Public Library. Shout out. Um, thank you for feeding the obsession. And I wish I could remember the title, but I think it was called The Sword and the Amulet or something like that. It was a medieval, of course. You'll get to know I'm obsessed with medieval history. I'm a medievalist, so be prepared. Um, and then... After that, there was kind of like a lull until I got to maybe like seventh or eighth grade, and then Sherilyn Canyon happened. Oh yeah, We're fantasy lover. We've got a lot to say about Sherilyn. There's so much to say about her. Mm -hmm. She's done a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, so we had like an illicit 
romance smuggling ring all throughout middle you school. Did? We would like smuggle paperbacks into Earth Science and like we'd hide them between our did textbooks. Did you have like a black market romance dealership? Probably. <gasps> we, but it was more like a like a book trade. And you guys thought librarians were nice, right? Look we're, at us. We're subversive. We're subversive guys. Um, but yeah, what about you, Jen? So my very first romance was when I was procrastinating on a great wall diorama in sixth grade. <laughs> I was not doing my work at my mother's computer and she had just left this book on the table. It was red. It was very much like the typical um, half-naked man, so it was very noticeable. Not Fabio, but it was called Fantasy Lover by Sherilyn. Yeah! Cameron. And I was obsessed with Greek mythology at the time and it featured Greek mythology and it had like this really cool take on it. So I just picked it up because I was bored and it sounded interesting and I think I probably finished it that night because I just yeah. got hooked immediately. I've always been drawn to really like stories that feature women that um, are really women centered and I found it was very, it was hard I think when I was growing up because so many had like male protagonists or like the women were kind of sidelined or they were stupid. They were the bodice rippers. Yeah, so even though this was like, it was very adult. Um, so it was it very wasn't, adult. It was very adult for lots of reasons. And I wasn't connecting with her so much as that. But um, I just really loved a, a story where she was like the hero. And um, yeah. I got hooked real quick. Just This that. was pre-Twilight. So yeah. I think it was just so nice to read a book that A, wasn't Essie Hinton. Yeah. And Which is, she's great. But like, I don't yeah. always want to cry about Ponyboy. Right. I actually hate The Outsiders. <gasps> Sorry. It's a good thing this is a romance podcast. But yeah, no, I <laughs> bad opinion podcast. But I loved Greek mythology too, and so like, I honestly think that the illegal romance smuggling ring. We first picked it up because we all loved like Greek mythology. We had just read the Odyssey and the Iliad, and we were very much into like reading anything we could about. Greek mythology and so we naively saw this and we were like oh he's a reincarnated mm -hmm. god or like something like that from Greek legend yeah and we were like oh this is gonna be good and then things happen yeah things mm -hmm. happen um so yeah it was really nice to start reading something that was very woman-centric yeah and very feminist is that a word? Yeah, we'll go. Whatever. We'll make up a word okay. for you. Feministic. I know what you mean. <laughs> I'm and Shakespeare. All, I mean, not all romance is feminist, but a lot of it is. And yeah. Of, yeah. And so, and I think also when we were young and started reading, there was such a backlog of books mm -hmm. that we could read. Like, oh, all of Nora Roberts. Like, I just went through my mother's yeah. stack. Yeah. I read that book. And I read that book so many times because I loved it so much. My grandmother actually stole it. Oh, my gosh. And she claimed to have lost it. And it wasn't until years later my mother told me she threw it away because she thought I was reading it too much. Oh, I totally hid my books under the bed. Like, all the oh. way shoved up under the bed, like, behind all the shoe boxes. Yeah. That was where my romance books went. No, my, my mother gave me stuff, which was really cool of her. I think oh. she figured if I didn't want to read it, I'd just put it down. That's good. And uh, in hindsight, you know, I've read all these scary statistics about how young people are now when they start getting into porn or like Sex. really yeah and like really I'm, I'm much happier that I've read like Charlene Kenyon as opposed to going exploring on my own yeah just as a personal note there yeah so I think there's a lot of benefits to romance I don't know if I should have started that young in hindsight maybe not with Charlene Kenyon too yeah but... she's oh, she's a lot <laughs> so but it wasn't that bad like no. there's definitely like we will discuss books that I could have started with that are a lot worse yeah so anyways we both obviously have a very long history with romance, and this cat is Phoenix. You gotta get. I'm covered in. Cat How many hair. romance books do you think you've read? 
Well, according to my Goodreads, it's only like 300, but that's not accurate because we talked about this. Mm -hmm. So Jen and I actually started working together summer 2017. Oh God, you're good at ears. <laughs> um, so yeah, we started working together on the pop-up truck 2017. Okay. I forgot that, so that's because encouraging. I had longish hair at the time, so anyways. Anyways. Sorry, I don't measure time by your hair. It's okay. My hair's gotten way too long. I don't, that's all I know. <laughs> Hashtag COVID. Um, <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Um, so, and we started doing like a mini romance book club mm -hmm. in the truck because you oh, told me, that. you turned me on Yeah, to, I gave you Ruby Dixon. Yeah, Ruby Dixon. Who blew my parents? Blue Ooh. aliens. We will talk oh about God. them. Have no fear. Mm -hmm. Blue aliens are amazing. Um, but Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. Like, you told me about Kindle Unlimited, and so that's when I started wow. doing it. My I memory know. sucks. If, but even back then, I do remember talking, like, endlessly about romance with you and, like, annoying everybody else. So we were finally like, well, let's just, like, talk about it with like-minded people in a, yeah. in a club where other people aren't forced to suffer listening to it. And Between the Covers started September 2018. Mm -hmm. We're going on two years. Um, if you're interested, it's at... Noble between the covers. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of fun. We have fun. We talk about romance books. When it's not COVID, I bring in chocolate. Yeah. But not now because I don't want to accidentally sicken you guys. Moving on. You didn't ask how many books I've read. How many books have you read? 12? Damn it, what's the number? It's like 1,200. 1,263. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's how we got on this discussion. Yeah, that's right. why I brought it up because I wanted to brag. Wanted that to I brag. am ridiculous and I am very well organized when it comes to cataloging books and nothing else. Yeah, but I didn't list all the romance books I had read because my boss is on the same Goodreads well, as us. Well, you just take it off the update. I take stuff off all the time. Well, so you have a, a rather pathetic read count. That's okay. I accept you anyway. But what kind of romance is on that read count? Anything and everything, mm -hmm. almost. Um, I do like to read a little bit of everything, but I lean more towards... Um, now I read a lot of rom-coms, so like modern rom-com sort of thing yeah um and then i also really love anything that's like adventure based so i just finished a colorado search and rescue series by pamela claire which was really good and it made me want to move to colorado and start like a dog rescue and marry a firefighter or something you, you know just here. the usual thing we don't have a lot of mountains well go forest fire a tree because that's legal yeah. <laughs> um i also love cowboys because i Grew up riding horses, and I still ride horses, and cowboys are my jam. Except for the handlebar mustache. Okay, what kind of romance books do you like to read? I, same thing as you, I really love just about everything if I can get my hands on it. I tend to avoid sci-fi a little bit just because I don't like the tech and the math that sometimes goes with it, unless it's Blue Aliens. Oh, yeah. Um, really, I'm more like, I don't like, I can't get into Amish, I'm trying. We're gonna do an Amish month eventually, just to or like a about. clean. So my, yeah, there's this, this phenomenon of like clean romance and I don't like that I don't really like the adjective I don't like the implication that there's stuff that is oh, dirty yeah. okay uh, just Can because so clean usually is like there's no sex there might be limited cursing hand holding yeah there might be a kiss or two there might be a sharing of the bed situation mm, especially if it's Amish like do they sh I don't think they share beds, do they? maybe yeah I, that stuff I tend to avoid a little bit and I, anything that feels like a Hallmark movie yeah if it's disingenuine if it's like yeah yeah, no, I love Kindle Smut, I love a lot of tropes, I love a lot of just ridiculous over-the-top things that I might end up texting Jackie about, because it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Too many texts. Um, this leads us into our next point of, we should probably define what a romance novel is. Yeah, because it's real helpful for us to be like, oh, we read everything, but like, what are we reading? Like, what, what are we reading, Jackie? Everything. 
Everything. Anything. Anything. Relating to romance. Okay. <laughs> so the official definition of a romance novel comes from the Romance Writers of America, RWA. Mm -hmm. There's your first acronym of the day. Besides Noble. So it's really the second We didn't acronym. say Noble, did we? I thought I said Noble. Anyways. <laughs> RWA, Romance Writers of America, which is problematic in its own right, but we'll still use They're their They're fixing it, maybe. 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 Maybe they put the fire out. So, <laughs> according to RWA, a romance novel is anything that focuses on a relationship mm -hmm. between two people. And I thought it was more... They took the two out. They did? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Last time I looked, it was two people. So, it's they a romantic it relationship or a relationship mm -hmm. between people yep. and has a general happily ever after, H-E-A, or a mm -hmm. satisfying or a happy Like a happy for now. Ending. Yeah. Or happy for the moment. Somebody's satisfied. Mm -hmm. Somebody. I can't get no. And it's really interesting because it's something that's changed a lot over the years. Definitely going back to RWA, they had much stricter definitions in mind. It mm -hmm. used to be only a, it was a man and a woman in marriage. White, cisgendered, yeah. heteronormative. All the favorite ish which we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about the history of romance in a minute. Um, just using this definition is like not a satisfying definition. Mm -hmm. So for instance, we have everything from the clean romances all the way up to the um, to the Kindle Smut and beyond. Yeah. And then, of course, you have Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, who is not a romance writer. He's because the dog always dies. You know, because he, he, according to him, he writes love stories, and it's a very specific difference. Which, aren't love stories romances? You would think. No, in romance, the woman um, subjugates the man and tames him. And he that doesn't happen in his love stories. I don't see anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think for me, my definition ends up being, it's like an emotional look at a relationship. And for me, it does have to end happily. Uh, one of my favorite things about romance is that it does have a happy ending. I know for a lot of people that's formulaic and really boring and stupid, but for me, I get really anxious. So I love that I know what's coming and I can just really enjoy the yeah. journey and how they get there. Yeah. And then usually with my judge of a good romance novel is if it was interesting and if they got to the ending in a way that was actually believable. Yes, this is true. Mm -hmm. um, I do like a lot of fantasy romance, unlike Jen. So the believability. Yeah. I'm not too much into, but I mean, I guess if the relationship is believable and yeah, good there's not like consent issues, <laughs> we'll talk oh, about no. that. <laughs> um, then I'll, I'll like it and I'll read it. And I do agree that I do like some sort of HEA. Yeah. Um, like, what's be... the point? We're, the real world is depressing enough. I know. So Just romance, give somebody a happy ending. Um, romance is such an escapist Point of literature to begin yeah. with that I think anything that offers that escapism and mm -hmm. focuses on um, relationships between yeah. two or more people and I think not just the aliens. two people but I think just the internal relationship happens a lot yeah. too and some um, form of character growth yeah like it never ends with the woman feeling like a doormat or disrespected um, I think just as much she comes to love if she hadn't already loved herself or respected herself that's how it ends too which yeah. I think is just as much an important part because I know there's people that are like, eh, you just want to see women married. And I yeah. don't. No. <laughs> I don't actually like marriage in my life. <laughs> I shouldn't say We that. have issues we need to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that is for therapy, not for here. This is therapy. Rude romance by patriarchy. So yeah, happy emotional journey with the partner and happy emotional journey with self. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, so glad happy you agree. Thanks. Happy ending. It's like we went on our own emotional journey. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so that's kind of like a brief <laughs> definition <laughs> of romance. <laughs> is it brief? Is it a definition? I don't know. Let us know if we suck. No, be nice. <laughs> I'm not going to read the comments. You are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so basically what we're trying to say is there is such a broad variety of what what is considered romance. Right. And it's very like a personal, personal, yep. personal thing. Personal definition. It's not an easy thing to pigeonhole. No. As much as people who don't read romance like to say. Yeah. This is very true. Mm -hmm. Usually you can tell who are the people that have only read The Bodice Rippers and The Harlequins. Yeah. Which they have their own value. But there is such a broad spectrum because there's just so let's so much. can you define bodice ripper really quick for someone? So bodice ripper is I don't think they can see it. Flame from in the there. flower. You don't want to see it. I honestly hate this book. So when you think of bodice ripper, yes, you can think of Fabio. So a bodice, first off, it's I literally was, it's the upper part. Oh, I always picture like a corset. No, it, so it's not the corset. So it's the okay. upper part of a woman's, and this is very specific, like mm -hmm. gendered part of romance. Yeah. Um, upper part of her clothing not including the corset okay um so yes it's mostly historical romances mm -hmm. that are considered bodice rippers and they're the covers that you see in the drugstore with like the heroine where her <sighs> yeah like swooning into the heroes <laughs> the hero's arms into fabio into phoenix's arms and the hero is um you know his shirt is ripped open and he's completely mm -hmm. shirtless and he looks very fierce and he's got very nice pecs and yeah. usually hairless and fabio mm -hmm. Um, and usually there's some kind of like dramatic wind effects yeah. going on. That's a bodice ripper. Well, it's not so much the cover so much as literally yeah. like she gets her clothes ripped off and there's a lot of dubcon and there's a lot of rape and a lot of consent A lot of dubcon? Like dub dubious consent. Oh, dubious Sorry. consent. Okay. Sorry, another I'm Sorry. I actually like, didn't know that one. <laughs> dubcon, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. A lot it's... of dubious um, and usually the woman is kind of like like a weekly cowardly wallflower type. I mean, the flower, the flame actually changed that a little bit. They did give her some agency, yeah. saying that very like lowest threshold met ever. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of issues where they're just kind of taken by this overcome lustful man who yeah. just needs them so badly. And that is a bodice ripper, which is a very specific form of a romance novel. It is not what all romance novels are. Yeah. Um, as we said, we have the clean romance, we have bodice rippers, all the way up to what's considered chick lit, mm -hmm. which is like my least favorite definition yeah. ever. So why do we have to gender fiction literature first off? That sucks. I think when I read about it, it was an easy way to sell it. Yeah, it's a yeah. marketing. It's, it's, a really, it's marketing. more of a marketing thing. And then it's these literary writers who kind of wanted to look down on something. Yeah. Because they needed to keep their... Men. Their, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. They me. needed to keep their... <laughs> They're very special literary, I can't think of a word. I'm trying Crowns. not to be too mean, I'm sorry. It's, okay. it's it, They're mean though. I yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to make themselves feel special, kind of yeah. by keeping their very special literary category. And that brings us to an end on our first little mini episode here of Raging Romantics. Thanks for hanging in there. Thanks for listening to mine and Jen's weird rants and tangents about random things uh we hope you enjoyed that if you did definitely let us know you can find us at nopl.org nopal.org short for northern onondaga public libraries here in upstate new york and you can also find us on facebook under nopl if you are interested in hearing more or if you want to hear about specific things having to do with romance then definitely Tell us and hit up our next episode. It's all about the history of the genre, where romance came from, where we think it's going. We talk about some books that we've hated and loved along the way. 
And we will also be talking about genre shaming. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, definitely give us a subscribe, give us a follow, make sure to, uh, I don't know if we have notifications on this thing, but definitely keep checking us out. Uh, we will keep trying to do two podcasts a month and we appreciate the listen. We'll catch you next time, guys.